<laughs> you got, you're excited. I am excited today. Did it work? Did it? It's st- not. It's oh. still. I still have the uh, little circle, huh? spinning circle. Naz just. I, I. I don't know if that actually came into the stream. If we were still on mute, but Naz just let out a big yes. <laughs> and I think that's a big old yes because we're live, uh, and it is. You know, I, I didn't charge my watch. So what good is a watch if you don't charge it? It's the only problem with wearing a, a fancy watch. Is that you have to charge it. <laughs> It. It's no good if you don't charge it. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> well, work well. It's 2.05. I'm not paying attention to the comments. Um, I don't know if there was an under or over. I think they gave up on us because uh, we control it. And uh, the house always wins. Right, Ness? Just like the casinos. Just like the casinos, which we all miss. Yeah. At least some of us miss terribly. Uh, well, happy Thursday. And it's Thursday, which means we're going to talk all about food. Which, if you're here with us every day, it's all we talk about sometimes. Not all, but we, we have all moments. We have all moments. <laughs> it always comes back to food, and we get called out on it, which is cool, uh, right. because then you guys okay. uh, um, you guys enjoy it, too, and you feed right into it. So, yeah. happy Thursday. Nez, this is the big four. Oh. 40. Episode 40. We're like a middle-aged ch- a middle-aged uh, adult right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, welcome to live from Rabs. I think I'm good now. From inside I'm... Rabs Country Lane, to good. You good? Soon, I think we'll see. It's still spinning. Naz is having some technical uh, difficulties yeah, with her device. Snafus. Um, oh, Dennis, there were more people watching you too. Don't worry, you handsome devil. Uh, Dennis is excited that there are people watching today. And you know what? I didn't excited? watch him. Oh, but Dennis, oh. you had over two thousand views, so I don't know what your problem is. You know what is really what? What I'm really excited about. What are you excited about? Is that we're talking about? Not only are we talking about food, we actually have food. We do have food today. Now, I, this is we took a big chunk out of it. I mean, I, I cut big pieces, but this is a nice, delicious, fresh, still warm, crumb still cake. warm. Uh, from the one and only Donna Bazo. Donna, thank you. We love you dearly. This stuff is like it's it's like crack. It's yeah, I hate to even say that, but it's yeah, it's like it crack. is it is it's good stuff. You it's, it's you good stuff. This is, we don't get this often, and when you do get it, you know it's special. It's so special, Donna doesn't share the recipe. So you and can't I don't get the recipe. I wouldn't no. share it either. It's a family recipe. So once, maybe twice a year, it comes out on a Saturday night during bowling. Uh, Joni's ha- says hashtag yum, which yum. you know all about it. <laughs> I don't know whose birthday actually this comes out for on Saturdays. I think there's a I think there's a special time that that Donna brings this out. Uh, but thank you, Donna. We really appreciate it. It was nice seeing you today. Yeah, uh, as well. Uh, and Socially always distancing. Thinking of, always thinking about you guys. And yes. Yep. So Thursday we're going to talk about food. Uh, but because we're talking about food, Naz, I want to share this first. Share it before we bring on a special guest. We're good at sharing. Um, we're talking food. And I got a, an, a I got an old photo. Oh, uh, and check this out. This is wow. Uh, the snack bar when it was under renovation. Yeah, right when Gennaro's was coming in, taking over the pizzeria. That's craziness. Yeah, they we used to allow people to sit at the counter. Um, that was something we <laughs> did away with first. Yeah, <laughs> my grandfather used to sit in the, in the first, first stool, seat. I remember all the way that. to the left, enjoying his coffee. Uh, yep. when, when when he was alive. Uh, but this was nine this has to be ninety eight, ninety-nine, maybe two thousand. Um 
99, I think. But this was right when Gennaro's was coming in. Pizzeria on the right-hand side, which was just put in. That was actually that was brand converted new. at that yeah. point first. And yeah. then stool's taken out. And as if you know, it looks very different today. It looks very different so check today. That. That's our anniversary photo of the day. 25 years. Oof. 25 years. And 45 days in quarantine. And 45, <laughs> which feels like way more than 25 years. It certainly <laughs> does. Hey, we got a, we got a great show uh, today. We have some special guests. Uh, now, it wouldn't be a Thursday if we didn't have uh, the one and only Pam Silvestri. And so, hi, Pam. Hi, Pam. How are you? Hello from West We're Brighton. Doing all right. Hello from beautiful West Brighton. It's not so beautiful today. Yeah, it's a little uh, misly out, but uh, it seems like every Thursday has been misly, right? Every food Thursday. I don't know. but You know what I, I found hard to believe? They were saying that I feel like it rains five days out of seven in a week. And they said that we are under, uh, we are short uh, rainfall by like 50 to 70%. I, it doesn't really? feel like, I feel like it rains every other day. It's, uh, the weather has not cooperated. It sort of adds. Not at all. Um, but, um, you know, um, I, I was looking at the scroll here and, and people are very excited to see uh, Camille. Uh, Camille is, uh, Camille, uh, Moulay Pizzo is, uh, the woman who tends this great new, um, Facebook page that started during the pandemic. It's called, uh, Quarantine Cuisine, and it's really fantastic. It's got a really good temperament and it's very, very good. And also, Kuchina Teresa is with us, right? And she's fantastic. She's been around for quite a while with Facebook and, and is very interactive with people, and she has her dog, Oliver. Uh, which acts as her sous chef. I love her photos about. We'll talk about that when she comes on. But I do love seeing Oliver in her photos. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. So I'm I'm excited to to see everybody and uh, and uh, also um, I just wanted to mention somebody had asked about chickens. In yeah, I, I somebody was a permit. Do you, if you want to, I guess I'm assuming if you want to have whole whole chickens for for eggs, do you need a permit or something to to hold on to chickens? Uh, yeah, you don't need a permit in New York City. You need a only to have hens, which are female chickens, and uh, they are egg layers, that's fine. Um, you can't have a rooster because they're loud and they cock-a-doodle-doo after they're about uh, six months old, once they get their rooster voice and it's very loud. And if you've never heard a rooster cock-a-doodle-doo uh, close, it's incredible because it, you can hear it for blocks. Uh, but in any case, you can also, uh, you can have up to six hens legally in New York City, um, but they, you know, as long as they're not, uh, you know, intrusive or, or bothering the neighbors and you clean the pen, nobody really messes with you. So anyway, that's the, uh, hopefully that answers your questions. Um, you do have to buy them from like a legitimate source um, or hatch them yourself, you know, but- no, uh, There's no black market uh, chick buying? Uh, no black market chick buying, that's correct. <laughs> I don't, Pam, did you get to see, was it yesterday we showed the video of the chickens or the day before? Did you happen to see the video about chickens that we shared? I did not. Okay. so. Uh, our guest from Sunday, Kevin and his family, as we joke around as is the family zoo in, in the neighborhood. Uh, Ryan loves animals and uh, they wanted to, I guess through school, oh, we're gonna hatch a chicken. Right. 
So they got and they, and they read up on this and they learned that they would you would get maybe one out of out of every six eggs, you know, that actually hatch. Guess what? All six hatch. Oh wow! We built this thing in the house. So this the chicken conversation has been continuous since Sunday. Yes. Uh, so now that we have the uh, the expert here, uh, that I'm assuming that's why the question came out. Brian, do you want to have some chickens and hens in your yard? Is that what's happening here? Uh, the board of health permit is that a concern either? If if you're if you've got them and raising them for eggs? No. Um, you know, you can get, uh, we, I'll tell you right now that you can't have a turkey. Um, believe, even though turkeys are wild on Staten Island, we hatched a turkey for my kids' kindergarten class uh, several years ago and we, we raised it. It was a wonderful bird. It was actually very kind of cool. And he was, his name was Lucky. Uh, and Lucky, uh, the kids named him. And uh, anyway, Lucky had to uh, go to a farm because we were, uh, the health department came by and and gave us a ticket. We had a thousand dollar fine, and uh, yeah, oh. yeah. Thanks, thanks, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chickens, but just not turkeys. But, uh, know, we don't need to, we don't need any more turkeys here. We have enough. Yes. Oh, by you, you have a lot of turkeys down there. We do. We certainly oh. do. Hey, uh, quick, uh, share with us. Uh, I caught a little bit of this morning. Uh, what's what's up going on in the restaurant scene? Yeah. I know there was some excitement uh, happening this week. Yeah, we have uh, a lot of restaurants are reopening um, after being closed for a few weeks. Um, at the top of my list right now, I just heard from uh, um, uh, Real Madrid, and um, they oh. are they are opening up actually in a couple of days. Uh, we also have uh, let's see here, um, ba -ba 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 -ba, a Talonismo in South Beach is also open today. Um, and a lot of these places, including like uh, Max Zesca and uh, Zio Toto and La Fontana and, uh, you know, out in Tottenville, uh, Rob DeLuca's, uh, DeLuca's Italian restaurant, a lot of these places are doing packages for Mother's Day. So I guess the, the hope is just to get, you know, back open and, and inventory is all stocked and everything else so that, you know, they can do well for Mother's Day. I mean, Easter was a boom for a lot of restaurants even with the curbside pickup and, and whatnot. So I think that people are hoping that Mother's Day will be another shot in the arm. Um, but anyway, Italianissimo for $165, Italianissimo has a package, a family of uh, six is it's intended for that. It's got everything from like lamb chops and salmon and pasta and start oh. jokes and all sorts of stuff in there. And then- uh, Does it include their hot antipasto? Cause that's one of my favorite things there. <laughs> it is good, it is very good. And my, my stomach is grumbling thinking about um, like they, they make the uh, fried zucchini mm -hmm. sticks and I just love that. And they also have the mini calzones, you know, he makes the dough and everything else there. And, and I like the garlic. They have the, the oh yes. Garlic. Oh, the horse garlic, yeah. You, you know, just, that yeah. garlic, do you remember that was served at Cafe Del Mundo uh, originally? That yeah. was the guy, that, that was Stefano Sena uh, when he was over there and uh, Vinny um, from Bocelli, they, that was like their original place, so. Anyway, I don't know if you remember. Uh, I love their, uh, their grilled uh, octopus. That they grilled. Oh, so anyway, good. go ahead. Keep going. Keep <laughs> no, okay. no uh, but anyway, so I'll, I'll just go on just, just very briefly more. Um, we'll say that a lot of food pantries are having a run on food because they've gotten so many more people that are uh, unemployed and coming, you know, Staten Islanders that are coming down looking for food. I spoke with uh, Father Sishan from St. Paul's uh St. Paul's Assumption, whatever church down at St. Peter's, I'm sorry, uh, down in St. George, the parishes are all combined, hence the long name. 
Um, but anyway, a reader of our the advance and on SI Live had referred uh, me to the fact that the pantry was pretty much empty. So I spoke with Father Sishan. He said that 76 people came by, which means that it's like 230 people ultimately when you bring it, the food back home. Um, and they're like really wanting for pasta, sauce, um, beans, rice, that sort of thing. So just so you know. Um, and also Pronto Pizza delivered over 10,000 pounds of food uh, to Project Hospitality's largest pantry and soup kitchen, wow. which is at 514 Bay Street. Right. So anyway, they're very well stocked for that. Yeah, and, that, and, and oddly enough, in the beginning of all this, the food pantries were overstocked and they were they were they were very comfortable. Everybody was okay. And so to your right. here their, we are today. Their problem at the beginning was staffing. Right. And you so know, now yeah. we're getting to a different point yeah. where yeah. now here comes the true need. Yeah. And they weren't asking for, you know, I'm talking with Diane Arnett, the community health action, they weren't looking for food donations, they were looking for hands. And so now it, the tides have changed a little bit because yeah. of, of the needs. So uh, I think, did I read that St. Peter's Pantry is taking donations on on Saturday? Is there a specific drop-off time? Um, they are doing drop-offs between nine and five um, weekdays. And uh, other than that, you can call the church and make arrangements for somebody to, to you know, pick up from the curb. Um, you can also donate money to the church and, and they will go out and have the people do the shopping for the pantry. So um, I did put that up on us saw live. Uh, the story should be up by now. I keep a diary every day to kind of record what's going on with the restaurants because it's been, it's like ebb and flow, you know, they're open, they're closed and, and the hours are constantly changing. So, and I just want to encourage also restaurant owners um, to put on their websites and such the updated hours, the specials. It's very important at this time, especially on Instagram and such that they date, you know, announcements because one day merges into in the next and yeah. You know, it's crazy. This is really crazy. So anyway, but people are cooking. People are cooking a lot of Chinese food and Camille was pointing that out actually. Um, but so anyway, I thought that was interesting. We've been writing about that in the advance too. Yeah, so we're gonna bring Camille in uh, first and we're gonna bring Chris and Camille in, but I also wanted to mention, uh, we, people heard it here first on Live from Rebs when Massimo was with us that they were launching the virtual wine tasting. Yes. And that's tonight. Oh, right. Oh my gosh, that is tonight. <laughs> so of Virtual wine tasting is tonight. So if you ordered, uh, I believe it was like six, it wound up being $70 a person. $70 a uh, depending on where you live, they tacked on a delivery charge because uh, they were delivering on the South Shore. Uh, so I know we are looking forward to yeah. partaking in that this evening. I am too. They're delivering the food and the wine to the house. And then seven o'clock, there's a Zoom um, a Zoom call with the sommelier and the chef. So it'll be fun. Something different. Something different to look forward to during yeah during all of this. Um, I just want to also point out that a bunch of other people have been very entrepreneurial about wines and uh, food and Lori Honor in Stapleton is doing a virtual wine tasting program as well. That's Honor Wines, uh, which is on Beach Street. And one more place is uh, not doing virtual tastings, but Michael Schrader at uh, Jean's Fine Wines in West Brighton has been wonderful with making home deliveries and, and doing curbside pickup. And he's got some great wines that I guess restaurants aren't using. So there's these great values out there Awesome. Um, which is one of the perks of what's happening now with uh, so many restaurants opening, closed and such. Yeah, I think, I th I think when I was uh, over by Jeans, I saw the sign outside, call ahead and then yeah. the curbside pickup. I think that was the recommended, uh, what, they're, what they're recommending for, for folks. So, And a lot of the liquor stores are kind of doing the same thing, unless they deliver, which I've been taking advantage of. So, <laughs> Hi, David. Yes. Hi, Frank. That's <laughs> 
So uh, you you mentioned our two guests today. So we have Katrina, Teresa, and Camille Pizzo. Hello, ladies. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. How are we doing? So uh, thank one. Thank you for joining us. Yep. Uh, Nazareth and I have been doing this yep. for forty days, and every week Pam pops in, and we do a uh, food Thursday. And uh, we haven't disappointed. We've had some awesome guests, and so I'm glad you ladies popped in with us today. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, Pam, Pam had just talked a little bit about Camille. And Camille, you, you started this Facebook page, uh, Quarantine Cuisines. Talk a little bit about that, because people are cooking at home, and more people are sharing than ever. Oh. Something Teresa's been doing forever. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Um, so I've always had a passion for cooking and being that we are all stuck home with nowhere to go and uh, restaurants being closed. One of the things I figured would be helpful for our community uh, across the United States and even into some parts of Europe was try to bring everyone together to share recipes, to um, discuss their like of food or ingredients and um, everyone could kind of take part in it, which simplifies the entire cooking process. It brings us all to the same point where we are, being that we are all um, not able to venture out. And um, it's been doing very well. The group is charming. Everyone in there is extra nice and uh, respectful and very happy to share, which I find extremely nice at this point. At this point, just kick them out <laughs> if they don't. Yeah, That's right, how this exactly. works. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. got 2,500 members as of today. And, you know, I mean, that's... Wow, that's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. We've nice even too. reached places like London and Madrid, Germany, um, just so many people that have... Uh, um, and been invited by friends and family, and they all wanted to be a part of it. Um, I, I think the positivity of the group and the simple asking for a recipe and people wanting to share is one of the pluses of the group. That I believe at, at the end of the day, not everybody wants to always share their recipe. I'm dying for that uh, crumb cake recipe that you have right there. Oh, yeah. yeah you're not going to get yeah. that one. No. We've been after Donna for years about this recipe. Um, I can see it looks marvelous, so I could get I get that. Yeah, here, wait, wait, wait. If we had smell-o-vision. Oh. Yeah, smell that? Smell it? <laughs> yeah, I, can, I, I definitely could envision it, yes. Yeah. It's a foodie, yes. One day, we're going to get her to give it to us, and we'll... we'll, we'll Publish it. We're going to make some money off of it. Well, she yeah, can, she can make some money yeah, off it. Absolutely. Definitely. We want to help her out there. Uh, yeah. So what was the? What really was the inspiration? So are you, yeah. you a home cook? What's the? I am a home cook. I've had a catering business, um, a very small one. I I work for an investment bank, and I am an administrative assistant for. I'm on a floor of over 500 brokers, and basically, what happens there is. Um, one of the marketing tools is ordering food for our clients. One of the requests along the lines was that there wasn't basic home-cooked Italian food in 20-some-odd years that I'm doing this. There was uh, a lot of fancy food, but none of the home-cooked style Italian food. My husband and I took that as a personal request, and we started a small catering business 
So anytime anybody wanted um, a, a, a homemade sandwich, we came up with a short menu, 18 sandwiches, and that's how we started delivering into Manhattan. Unfortunately, due to some of the bureaucracies of licensing and permitting, I had to stop it. I wasn't in Staten Island. I just was not able to get what I needed to launch it in the proper way. And I let it go. Um, Bella Mamas helped me for a while. They were, I gave them a lot of the business. Uh, but now it's just back to home cooking. One of the things that I've always enjoyed doing, and I'm talking since I'm 14 years old and being 21 now, it's about seven years. <laughs> one of the things I've enjoyed tremendously is um, tell me what's in your refrigerator and I'll tell you what to do with it. And oh, that's, that's one of my cool. favorite favorite hobbies um i i just have like a knack for it and even for here i repurpose everything somehow or another i'll figure it out and that's been something that a lot of friends have uh tapped into through the years so when this all came about i saw so much negativity going online and chat rooms in in uh different uh, Zooms, and it, it was either drinking or people focusing on getting sick and eventually dying. And I, I had to remove myself from the chatter. So I immediately went to my passion, which is food. And I thought that if I enjoy it, I'm sure a lot of people would as well. Started it, I originally called it Quarantine Cuisine. A few friends reached out and asked that I change it to, I'm sorry, Quarantine Kitchen. They reached out and thought it would be a better name to call it Quarantine Cuisine. I did that. Now we're starting to um, put uh, a favorite recipe on the page so we could uh, cameo uh, a recipe a week from part of the community. And it's actually working out, and like I said, the best part of it is how respectful the entire community of Quarantine Cuisine is. And it does reach far places. And I'm very proud of it. Yeah, that's cool. And there's a, there's a handful, there are a handful of groups. And I like it because it's local. It's everybody that, a lot, right. a lot of people from our community. But then it's cool to see people from all over the place. So yeah. it's going to continue to grow. Uh, what's, the, what's the most, what's your favorite thing that you've seen so far get posted? There was an anor a, I don't have her name off the top of my head. There was a couple that just had an anniversary and they made this coolest dessert in these old fashioned fountain glasses for themselves. I will send it to you. I had to remark upon it because they were so creative for themselves to use, I guess, M&Ms or whatever they had at home, Oreo crumbs and ice cream. It, it was a celebration for themselves, to themselves, full of just love and sweetness. It, it just spoke the love that they had for themselves in that one dish. That's cool. Nice. That's nice. really cool. I, I'm in there, and uh, I'm going to start posting because all we've been doing is cooking. Yeah. Uh, I, I, tonight will be the third time in 45 days that we actually take out food. Really? Uh, okay. yeah. So we've been cooking, and I, but it's it's fun. I love to cook. It's a stress right. relief for me. Yeah, so definitely. to be able to go home and, and whip something up, and then yeah. my my brother who's with us uh, is driving me crazy, but he's cooking every day, and it's 
it's great. It really is great because he was out of the kitchen for two years after he had a little accident with a knife, and uh, we are uh, just cooking, yeah. cooking crazy. So I'm going to yeah. start posting some photos and some some recipes. It's been it's been fun. You know what also would be nice, Pam, if some of these restaurants like the um, the 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 item the event that's happening tonight, right? That uh, the virtual. Uh, dinner and uh, wine tasting pairing that would be great advertised in that room because I think people do get tired of cooking so seeing something like that in a local fashion would be so nice that people would I think take advantage of taking a break and being able to order in and um, I, I didn't even know about it I would have done something like that yeah, it's, it's, I mean, anywhere to broadcast that sort of thing. I'm curious, are you going to keep the name Quarantine Cuisine when this is all over? You know what? We could always call, call it post-quarantine cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, I, uh, I, I actually asked the team, uh, the whole community, if they want to do like a um, post-quarantine workout group. After <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to need it after eating uh, all the yeah. food. Wouldn't that be fun? We could do boot camp in like Clove Lake Park and then go into the Stone House or something like that. <laughs> Perfect. Go boot camp and then we're going to go eat. I love it. That's drink. Yep. Way to, yeah. way to, my, way to my heart. Hey, Teresa, uh, how are you holding up over there? I'm good. Yeah. Right here, I'm, uh, I have the Traeger grill going and I have some baby back ribs and some chicken on there. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, uh, you guys. That takes about five hours. I've just put some, we had some leftover fresh fruit that was going bad. So we used the juice of that. And I seasoned it with fresh, some, a lot of good stuff. And then I just poured the juice over it before we started. And uh, I made some artichokes yesterday and uh, I didn't finish them off. But we'll have those tonight also. My you know, there's nothing like having fr fresh fruit veggies and, and fresh produce because oh, yeah. you can do so much. And to your point, one of the things that we, we were talking last week about, we were talking about figs in your garden, finding different ways to utilize whatever you, what have. you have. And yeah. if you've got stuff that's going bad, go ahead, squeeze it up. Make, yeah. that, uh, that's a, that's, that's a good, that's a good tip. Especially, especially uh, figs that go bad, you can always make a fig, uh, you can make a fig puree and you can make a nice pizza with that. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm going to make that tomorrow. We have some figs that are going a little bad. So people just, you know, you see like little white hairs on them. You throw them out, but not me. I would rinse them off and drain them and put them in the food processor with a little honey. And I'm going to make a fig glaze, make a nice pizza with arugula and prosciutto and cheese. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm coming over. Hey, where did you get your figs from? Uh, I actually got them on Highland and Buell. Uh, I don't know if I say the name right. I was confused. Uh, is it Oriama or Ariamas? Ariamas. So they have, some, they have some purple mission figs there. They're very small. They're not big, but I bought like three, you know, three little pints of them, and uh, I used them in some salads and stuff. But uh, they're going bad, so I'm going to make of the glaze tomorrow. I'm, I'm calling Freddie and I'm putting an order on my way home. He, hey, for somebody like uh, here, you know, he's adapted over time. Yeah. He gets a lot of fresh produce from Jersey uh, and brings it in. So uh, I've 
all the fruit and stuff that I've ever picked up has been good, yeah. but I haven't seen figs. I haven't been there in a few weeks. So yeah. I think I'm going to call him up. But that's, a, that's good to know. Yeah. He has a nice stuff there. Yeah. Uh, figs. All right. We, we we're back to see Pam. It always comes back to figs. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. You, you mentioned figs uh, it crosses so many different cultures and generations. People are into it. And, you know, we have our fig festival, which has attracted a lot of attention also. And people reach out from all over the country to ask fig questions at the advance. So that's very nice to hear that people are into it. Did I hear you say the other day, you, you there's a, a tentative date for this year? Yes. Uh, at this point, on September 15th, it's every year at September 15th at 6 p.m. Uh, it changes locations usually, but last year we found a home for it at the Lighthouse Museum, National Lighthouse Museum in St. George. And I'm not sure if it's going to happen for sure this year. It has to, you know, we have to figure out social distancing right. and see where we are at that point. But I'm, I'm, I'm sort of dubious that it'll, it'll happen. But maybe we could do like a, a virtual wine tasting type of thing like, like this, you know, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, well, listen, anyway, people are going to be looking for events yeah. in the fall. So, oh, yeah. uh, and, and again, there are going to be some first that are going to be the first to go do it. And then we'll see what it looks like. Yeah. I'm hoping by then we could get to some normalcy. Uh, well, I hope, God, you know, knock on wood, God willing, we can get to some normalcy and go enjoy some, some things. Ter Teresa, you not only cook and, and share, showcase your cooking every day, which I salivate when I see your photos. Uh, and of course, and of course, with the little guy. Um, so you also have, and through the years, if anybody's seen Teresa hoarding her her stuff, I wouldn't say hoarding, she's selling her stuff, uh, salad dressings. Talk a little bit about that, the side the side hustle you got. With the well, right now I'm not, uh, my husband uh, said to me not to like stop it for a while until everything settled. And then I have a lot of that want dressing, but I feel that I'll, I'll do it. So uh, once the governor says that we're clear, I'll start making it again, and then I'll send out more. But but I have to say, uh, the two girls, uh, the, the two girls that are making the masks, uh, the two young ladies, Mike Leo's daughter. Yeah. So uh, she's, she loves my salad dressing. So I said she gets unlimited salad dressing for the rest of the life because she's so wonderful. All daughters that are doing so much beautiful work. That's that's awesome. I have salad dressing. I have some Cucina Teresa salad dressing in my refrigerator. Uh, that that balsamic, that balsamic is is certainly one of my favorites. Oh, uh, last time when we were together, uh, and. What, what got you into that? What, what said, oh, I got a bottle. I'm going to start bottling the things I'm making and selling. Well, when I, uh, I learned to cook from my grandmother. And then when I was 40, I went to culinary school. And then I just thought, when I was in culinary school, I was like, oh, this uh, woman in there. And all young kids. So uh, they thought it's going to make a salad thing. So I started to create my own. So uh, it was pretty good. It worked out good. But then I, you know. I used to sell it in the uh, the bowl joke, and then I upgraded and had analytical and so forth. Yeah, they're, they're, they're much easier to use out of those plastic bottles, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to find the correct bottle. You know, I did a lot of research on it because it's from a hot pour, and it has to be a certain temperature, and you have to. You know, but I found it, so that's a good thing. <laughs> that's cool, it's, and it's great stuff. So anybody that sees. Uh, 
Teresa out there selling, be sure to pick up her, her those bottles. All right, I have a question. We're going to go around the horn here. Something that we've debated a little bit. I don't know if we've did it with a group this size. Uh, Camille first. Is it gravy or sauce? Uh, <laughs> sauce, gravy, brown. <laughs> Teresa. Well, I grew up in uh, my 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 family from Northern Italy, and my grandmother used to watch her. And I'm not I don't get into politics, but I say gravy sauce. <laughs> I, don't really, I, I don't like any slides on my cooking page, so I put gravy sauce, sauce gravy, but that's what, how I grew up. It was always full day gravy. Okay. Pam? Uh, I'm going with gravy because uh, that's how I grew up, but my husband introduced me to the word sauce, so <laughs> Sunday sauce. And, uh, I, would I say with my uh, New York accent is sauce. Yeah. Technically in anything with the gravy has meat in it. So All that's right. you there know. You <laughs> and most of us, if you're making a Sunday sauce, we're Make, put, put it's gravy it. because we're putting meat in it. Yeah. It's it's funny. It's Sunday sauce, you know. However, we do say we do say both. To Teresa, we actually do say it comes out gravy sauce. It's, right. But it, it, it's it's sauce. We're sauce people. So. We're, we're sauce, and there's always tons. I'll of eat gravy. You call it gravy. I'll still eat. Yeah, right. I don't care. What, <laughs> I don't care what you call it. Uh, and, and so everybody everybody makes the best meatball, right? Nobody. Everybody makes the best meatball. I have never heard somebody say, "Oh, my people suck." I make the best meatball. Yeah, it's a bragging point. So what goes in the gravy? Or, or, or Camille, in your sauce, what goes in the sauce? What's like your signature to go to when you're making Sunday sauce? Lamb shanks. Oh. 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 That's our that signature to make it sweet and butter, no sugar. If it, oh. if it turns out that we get a uh, acidy can of sauce, uh, we'll mm. put a little bit of butter in place of, I know a lot of use sugar and um sometimes my husband's family used to say to use a potato yeah yes. about the potato i've never done that yeah david's family that or david does that my husband does that yeah, yeah. but um you know it's an interesting talking about meatballs I, I today was just writing about this um place out in tottenville it's called manja and they have uh um meatballs that they make with uh did our feed just go off? I'm sorry. Um, th th they make meatballs with cannoli nuts and raisins, and uh, they oh, stuff it with the uh, Yeah. 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 <laughs> you guys make it that way? I'm just curious. No, I don't. I'm not going to No, I don't make it that way. But my grandmother used to make it. Yeah. But it's so good. Like, yeah, so yeah. tasty that way. So, anyway, that's not my family back Teresa, what's the signature thing that goes in your, in your, your gravy sauce? Well, um, growing up when I was little, uh, my family, you know, I was born in Brooklyn and then we moved to Staten Island. But when I was about 10 or 11, I used to take the bus and go to Brooklyn and spend the same with my grandmother, Teresa. And she, she's the one that took me in every Sunday. She was fresh and stuffed skin, Gorbanov. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. And, uh, just amazing. The food was amazing. 
And I have to say, I owe that, I owe that to her, you know, all the fantastic food that I made. You know, besides going to culinary school, I learned all the food. You know, she was just a cook when we used to eat like delicious food all the time, but I didn't know the green side, like the pan sauces. You know, we didn't make, my grandmother never made a pan sauce, but uh, that was good that I learned that. But uh, that's, you know. All those little tricks, right? All those, yeah. everybody's yeah. got them. Naz, in your, in your sauce, what, what would you say is the thing that you do or that you grew up with? Oh, well, we grew up with like such a variety of food. We weren't like an every Sunday sauce family, but it was mostly uh, sausage or uh, meatball, just a typical Americanized uh, stuff. I like that lamb shank idea. That's yeah, awesome. I like that. Idea. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. Yeah, we throw yeah. everything here. We'll try anything. Pam, what about your 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 gravy? Uh, well, I like to braise uh, sweet sausage in the in the bottom of the pot, and then I add um, I add a little bit of red wine uh, to deglaze it a little bit. And then from there, I just add you know the meatballs and and uh, put a brujol in there, uh, either a pork or a beef brujol. The beef is usually better or a short rib. Put short ribs in there, and that's really good. But the um, my husband does not put red wine in there. My husband is let, and he puts uh, tons of onion and garlic in there. I put garlic in there too, but I don't like it chunky, and the kids won't eat it if there's any kind of like whole things in there. <laughs> you know, I have to defer to them on that. So. What about what about everybody with the tomato? What uh, what does everyone prefer as far as making their what gravy? What kind of tomato do you use? Oh, that's a good question. I use the whole, a whole peeled ones, and then from there, and they cook them down, and then sometimes I'll hit it with the burr mixer, you know, and, and blend right. it. Yeah, I mean that—that's usually how we we roll. But Camille, so my uh, family, my mom and I—I I was taught to make our own jars in September. Oh, all our tomato jars on average of 200 each September. We've stopped that in the last couple of years. Oh, wow. Um, I have found that Hunt's is one of the least acidy of all of them. Hmm. But I'll be honest, you could tweak any of them. So I go to the can-can um, sale and figure it out afterwards. Uh -huh. <laughs> Smart. So you're not sold on any specific brand, if that's the case. No. Right. no. Teresa, what are you using? Muir Glen, I don't know if you've ever had that. They have yeah. these fire yes. roasted tomatoes, and they are so good. I don't know if you've ever had that. Oh, that's what I use. That's what I you use. You said fire roasted? Yeah, it's called Muir Glen fire roasted tomatoes, and it's got this like edge of, I don't know, like a little char to it. It's so delicious that it actually takes the edge of that acidity off, you know, or balance as well. Like it, it works very well with meat in particular. So it's expensive. I think it's organic. It's all organic. Yeah. It that? is organic. Yeah. That's what I use. Yeah. Teresa, so you ask, now what do you use? Uh, well, I love ch uh, Cento. Yeah. 
That's your favorite. I, I usually uh, every month get a big delivery of uh, my Cento tomatoes, big cans, and I seem to love them. I think they're very sweet. I mean, there's you don't know about a can of tomatoes, so sometimes you would have to add. I would add red wine, but usually I don't. Uh, I find them to be you know they melt down, and sometimes my husband is the but uh, I regularly don't. It, you know, a lot of people would ask that question. When they cook, they cook a soft gravy, it would break down and just amazing, the flavor, you know. We're Cento, we're Cento users too. Cento, uh, San Marzano, crushed yeah. and, and uh, whole uh, plum peeled. Uh, yeah. And I like a nice chunky sauce. That, me too, that, me too. Uh, that, that's, but what we use for paste though, we use red pack paste. Right, we you know what? The more it cooks, the more it reduces, and that thing that you cook this, it breaks down the tomato, and it's just well, I have to say last week the sauce that I sauce gravy I made, I had purchased these um hot sausage, homemade hot sausages, and they were extremely hot. I don't know what they were but it made the flavor of the sauce. It was really incredible, but it was just so hot. My husband said, what did you put? Did you put Tabasco in here? And I was like, no, it was the sausage. And uh, I had to find out, you know, when I bought it and ask them what they put in there, you know? But it was really good. It was amazing. I'd have to make my own because I'll eat that. Nobody else in my family will eat it. <laughs> I, actually, I actually just purchased, um, I love homemade pasta, but uh, I ventured out on making my own homemade pasta, but now I just bought the attachment to the kitchen that makes uh, like the uh, rigatoni and spiral. Uh, and I'm going to venture, you know, experiment that. Maybe have, Friday. <laughs> uh, home, there's nothing like homemade pasta. Have we, we talked about this the other day? Has anybody tried? The, uh, we, we like the, we just we, uh, bonza bonza the uh, chicken pasta. Have you tried I that? Yet? Yes. Wait, what's the name of it? Here, I didn't hear that. Bonza, B A N Z A. Oh, in the supermarkets they have that, right? Yeah, chickpea pasta. Oh, yeah. okay. It's creamy and almost tastes yeah. like, like like homemade pasta. It's a nice alternative if, if obviously if anybody's uh, eating gluten free or whatever it might be. Uh, but I will. We tried it the other night, and I will tell you, uh, it's it's really good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Uh, yeah. But nothing like homemade pasta. Like really. You know, D David makes this uh, home. It's a ravioli. It's his grandmother's recipe, and. Um, he takes a uh, uh, mortadella and like kind of cooks it down. And he just puts that with a lot of parsley and uh, fresh ricotta. Oh, spinach! Sorry, um, spinach and uh, and fresh ricotta cheese, and that is just fantastic. It's like he, the he incorporates that in the, uh, in, the in the dough in the pasta dough. He puts the uh, he puts that as the filling. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, with the little sage butter sauce sometimes. Oh, that's a great sage butter is very. See, that's what I learned in culinary school. 
sage butter sauces and all those pan sauces, which are wonderful. Fattening, but wonderful. <laughs> Very true. But I shop a lot. Uh, we have the Net Coast Market, uh, the Russian Market on oh, yeah. and they have these real dumplings, which are amazing. And I made like a pan sauce with butter, and I put peas in it, and it was just amazing. How is it? How is Net Coast these days? It's very good. Very nice. They they have, uh, the lines aren't bad. You know, they only let a certain amount of people in at a time. And everybody has to stay six feet apart when you when you uh, cash out, and uh, I, it's very clean. I love it. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Good. I miss that store. Yeah. Wow. But here's very, you know, I venture out. To, I don't uh, haven't been in Jersey in a while, but my sister-in-law lives in Jersey. They have a net coast market that's four times the size of here. Oh, wow. You know, because that's Jersey, and I, I would love if they had like a big market like that here. You know, it's amazing the food that they have in New Jersey. It's like amazing. I know it is incredible that you have to go over the bridge to get to the But I, I found that Shoprite in Charleston has stepped it up quite a bit. You know, Shoprite out there, but. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I went to that shop right about three times. I find there's no parking there. No. And, uh, I have to park like two blocks away to go to the store. And to me, I'd rather go to Jersey. Mm. The Outer Bridge is right there. And they have the fresh farming markets, you know, and you get good produce. But I did, uh, uh, I, I posted it yesterday with the artichokes. I think it's called Staten Island Porter. I What's think it called? Uh, let, wait, give me. I'm going to give you a shout out because it was very nice. He gave me a complimentary basket. Produce, uh, produce special, Staten Island, New York, on Instagram. It's called Produce Specials. Uh, a produce special, Staten Island, New York. Okay, I'll remember that. And uh, he came to my porch and he gave me uh, artichokes and he gave me a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, wow. I, yeah, yeah, which was very nice. And uh, I made the article today, but I have to finish them off. But they were really nice. And he said he delivered. So if you go on his Instagram and you want a food basket. That's good to know. Yep. Yeah, he's got a web, it's, the website's produce-specialsny.com. We'll have to check that out. Yeah. It's cool. Oh, wait a second. I'm sorry. Let me just get the correct one. I had a funny thing. I want to the wrong name. You know, when when they re, when they reopen shop right here in New York, it's it's supposed to be the, very similar to what what they've done yeah, in Charleston. Yeah. So the, the one in Charleston is great. They've got a lot of fresh food, homemade food, uh, the grab and go type thing, which you would find in Wegmans. Yeah. I will say that the because of the the condensed parking lot and the amount of people going in there, it does it does turn you off to go in there. Yeah. But it really it's a fantastic store. So yeah. it'll be nice. When this would be here and Newdorf moves and re and reopens. Oh, yeah. I'll be going shopping there when it opens there. But right now I don't really go into that. I mean I feel bad, but I don't really go in that shop, right? The 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 parking lot is crazy there and it's you know it's not, not my favorite place. But the name is I'm sorry, let me it's produce special specials and NY. Um I just NY. I was just noticing some of the comments here. Um, Jean uh, Mafaro Fusco says that sometimes she used 
Pommy strained. Otherwise, it's Sento Red Pack and Whole Peeled. Yeah, Pommy is a great brand. Yes. That is a great brand. And then uh, Agnes uses the fire roasted tomatoes, but not for the Sunday sauce. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, I use it like, you know, you use it with like a broccoli rob or what have you. So um, anyway. That sounds good. I haven't, that's one thing I haven't made during quarantine. Good old broccoli rob. I haven't, I haven't really seen it. Well, actually, the Perkins guy sent me two beautiful heads of broccoli rob and I blanched them and uh, I cooled them down. And I put them in the freezer. <laughs> I just had a delivery this morning. I'm having a uh, live cooking class on Saturday at oh. one. If you, we're, I'm making a um, homemade egg roll, uh, Italian egg rolls. Yeah. And it's wood oh. and sausage with a risotto. Oh, nice. so, one o'clock on Saturday, and that's going to be on the Quarantine Cuisines page or your personal page. That's correct. Cool. So and check out. You check go out on the there. All the ingredients posted. So if you want to play along or get yourself set up to maybe have them that day, we could do with them uh, all together. Oh, that's, that's cool. So today I'll be showing a lot of broccoli, Rob. <laughs> Getting ready. Hey, Pam, Girardi's, they're, they're back open, right? Yeah, uh, Girardi's is open and uh, they're doing great. They have their plants and a lot of herbs and things like that. We bought broccoli plants, put them in the ground already. And uh, the green market, the green market at St. George and at the Staten Island Mall are open consistently, uh, rain or shine through the whole pandemic. They've done a great job. Um, you know, use social distance and, and use the hand sanitizer if you need it there. Um, but they, they've been pretty good. And this weekend, the uh, seafood guy will be back at the St. George Market. Uh, also, Red at Run Farm. He has great cheeses, uh, goat cheese in particular, that he makes really well. So, yeah. We, so we, we talked a little bit about this. Naz and I get the uh, fresh produce via every week through Misfits Market. It's a box that you get, all organic straight from the farm. But one of the things that I got in the first, the, one of the first times was were broccoli leaves. And there were these big, beautiful broccoli leaves. I didn't know what to do with it. We wound up cutting them up and using them in a, a nice vegetable soup. Mm -hmm. But it, you, know, you wind up seeing different things. Yeah, definitely. And it forces you because I would go out of your comfort zone. Yeah, if mm -hmm. I went into the varieties and I saw them, I go, oh, what yeah, would I do right. with that? But it's so nice that you that I get this. So now when I do go to varieties, I go, oh, all right, now I know what I now I'll buy it because now I know. Yeah, you know, right. you know it, it forced me to say, all right, let's try something. Right. Yeah. But see, carrot tops too. You can take carrot tops and make a pesto out of it, and, and yeah. so you know, pretty much make pesto out of anything. But uh, you know, that's that's yummy. Um, but anyway, use it instead of uh, using basil if you don't have basil, or or even um, and I'm not a fan of this one, but beet tops. You could, I'm not a fan of beets, but you could uh, shave them up and, and put a little vinegar on it and make it into almost like a salad, like a slaw. Yeah, it's funny. You don't when when you pick when you buy beets. It depends. You don't really see that. A lot of times you don't you don't get the tops. Right. They're, right. They're, they're, a lot right. of times they're, they're already they're already cut off or they're all over the right. place. Uh, you don't really like beets, Pam? Oh, I hate them. I can't. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan. Not a fan. Oh. But uh, you know we might, what? Have, we might have to break up. Sorry, I know they're great with uh, feta cheese, and you can mask the disgusting flavor with goat cheese. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of them either, but in a nice salad, I will eat them. You know, if it has tons of flavor, goat cheese and pignoli nuts, and you mix it all together, and it camouflages the beef. Camouflages. <laughs> all right, I'm a, here's here's a charge, and I, I didn't I didn't eat beets for a long time, 
until I tried them this way. Uh, I take, I roast, I roast them, but basically char them. So you could do it one of two ways. You could put them, you could olive oil, salt, pepper, let them sit after you clean them, put them on the rotisserie of the barbecue. You get the big ones and you let them go. Our, you, and you, you want the skins to be blistered so that when they basically fall off the rotisserie and when you open it up, it's got a totally, that, that flavor is totally completely changed. Add some olive oil and you can add some cheese to it too. Hmm. What do you got? Oh. Camille, uh, Camille was saying Camille goodbye. went to go get some beets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we were, it, oh, I love, we love beets. We like beets. But that's yeah. okay. We won't hold that against you. You know what? What what did come that I don't think Frankie or I was uh, collard greens. Hmm. They're big, beautiful leaves. And I, I got them. I was like, wow, I'm going to have to do some research on what to do with these. But uh, they're delicious. Up. They're delicious. Yeah, they were great. They were really, really good. I was surprised, so I I tried something new. Hey, uh, I, I I love collard greens, so especially when traveling south, because you get all you get them in all right. different ways. Right. And everybody and, and in the south, everybody makes the best collard greens. Everybody right. makes the best right. greens. Yeah, okay. well, right. I've had them. I just haven't cooked them yeah. myself. So yeah. Would you say the tip was to take them and put the leaves in the pan? Yeah, that's the way. Yeah, that's the way I ended up cooking them. They came hmm. out really, really great. I usually blanch them like real quickly, two minutes, and then put them in a cool bath and then render some pancetta. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And make a nice honey sauce, like a truffle honey sauce. Really good. Fancy them up. Fancy them up and took, took the healthiness right out of it. <laughs> I'm going to get off the, the, this now, and I'm going to go eat. Because yeah. I'm so hungry from the whole discussion. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, so it, thank you. First of all, thank you, ladies, both for, yeah, for joining great. us. On, uh, food thank food. you. Thank you for uh, inviting me. No, th we, thank you. And thank you to Camille. But first, before you go, uh, we do a segment every day, We uh, the pet of the day. And so, of course, in theme, uh, <laughs> Teresa, your face is going to get covered for a moment. But we're going to show off. You'll see him. Uh, <laughs> this is a this is a little guy. Uh, oh, so anytime the pet of the day, uh, when you see uh, Teresa's post with food, her sous chef is always by uh -huh. uh, side, little Oliver, and he's. He, I, I don't want to peg him for anything but a foodie, but he, he seems to be an alcoholic too. <laughs> <laughs> I give him a little taste of the wine. I put it on my pinky, but he's wonderful. Actually, he's on Barry's Auto Body. Uh, Michelle Krupe, uh, I took a, a photo of him in my husband's old car that he has. And uh, she goes, oh, can I share this post on my page? And it says uh, that Oliver is going out for a detail. He's driving to get a detail. And it's on <laughs> page. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. He was given to us. Uh, my old dog had passed away. And I said to my husband, I don't want a dog. And yeah. then we had met up, my niece met up with this woman that was getting rid of him. And his name was Tasmanian. And uh, I was like, oh, no, he must be crazy and whatever. And when we met him, he was an abused dog. And uh, he has a lot of insecurities. He has anxiety. He doesn't like yelling. But he's very loving. He's very loving. With all that, he's very loving. Oh, wow. Um, we love him to death. <laughs> Uh, he's he's cute. Hey, I gotta ask though. Uh, welcome back, Camille. We were just saying we were just saying goodbye and showed off the pet of the day. But I have to, Teresa. How do you get him to act so calm and take those photos? How yeah. does that work? 
one day I just happened to put him on the stool and then he he touched the countertop with his paws and and my husband goes, Oh my god, take a picture. <laughs> and from there he just does it. He's like his mind just tells him to do it. And he'll take the picture and then of course you have to feed him it. <laughs> Well, that's it. Yeah, but he's just wonderful. I mean, he makes me very happy. You know, in these bad times, he makes me happy. Even though I want to kill my husband about every other day. <laughs> uh, we're not going to go there. But I do have to say thank you to, to you and your husband, because you guys also do some great work in our community. Absolutely. And, um, that doesn't go unseen. So thank you for what thank you guys you. do. Well, I got to take off and I, I, very nice to see you. Thank you for having me very much. I, I enjoy Thursdays very much. And Thanks, I Pam. hope Camille and Kajina Teresa come back on again. And thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you again, ladies. And we'll thank see you, you soon. Everyone. Okay. And, and stay tuned and stay keep, keep on uh, Camille's I'm Facebook. On, I'm on your page, Camille. I'm on your page. All right. I'll go on yours. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank bye, you. Guys. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, that was fun. Another Thursday and filled with food. Food, and now I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. Uh, and we're not cooking tonight, so so we can't even go home. Well, I usually like we'll go home now, and I make Ray a nice salad that he has in the afternoon, and uh, and then we uh, have dinner. We'll have dinner later. We've been trying to. So we we make a salad every day, so it's always always yeah. a salad with before, and we're just trying just. If it's there, it goes in the salad. Yeah, yep. But every morning I open up, we open up, they make fun of me now because I feel like the, the produce Nazi. I'm constantly checking. Because now that we, we're home and we're cooking, you don't want stuff to go bad. I can't, you know, it, it's funny because I, I, after months of, with with Ray's diet, him having the salad every day and a lot more produce in our house. I mean, you would open my refrigerator and, uh, you know, uh, it would come tumbling out pretty much, but uh, you know, I finally got uh, nice and organized. And I, you know, as as soon as it comes into the house, I wash it, I put it, I separate everything, and uh, yeah, I got a nice little flow right now. So, you know, I take out in the morning usually, or the night before, depending on what kind of salad I'm doing. I'll just take out what I'm whatever I'm putting in there. And like you said, it's like, what do we got today? It's an episode. It's yeah. like an episode of Chopped in my house. Yeah. All right, we've got. It's we've going got in fennel. the salad. <laughs> it's going in the salad. We have. We always. If you look in the pantry, there are always olives, artichoke hearts, uh, right. sun-dried tomatoes. There's always those things. Right. So you know you have those, and then it's all right. What's the green? Right. Or you know we do a lot of the white salads, the fennel, the endives. Uh, yeah. That kind yeah. of that yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I open up the drawer. You know, we we really should use this. Well, how are we going to use this? I don't really care how we're going to yeah. use this, but we got to use it. And the best thing <laughs> is. Uh, my uh, nutritionist says you want to try to get as many colors into your salad as you can, into your fruit, and you know, into whether it's fruit or whether it's vegetables. The more colors you have, the more healthy it is. So, uh, yeah, so use those colors use white, red, green, purple, whatever you got, throw it in there. Colors, colors, that's true. Colors, yeah, three colors. Three colors. You heard it here. And uh, the works are sharing uh, beans and greens. Yeah, I'm going to look up some because actually in my last box, I got these huge leaves. So they're sitting in. That's the only thing I haven't really uh, 
tackled from my last box on Tuesday was uh, the collard greens. And that's what the, the broccoli leaves wound, wound up in, a, in like a lentil vegetable soup in that. Oh, you what? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, makes yeah. really good. Uh, so, Naz, check out our meme of the day. What do we got? Oh. Now, this is uh, this would have been five days ago, but that's okay. All right, because it's actually day 40 for us for the show. Smoothie. Oh, today I woke up, had a smoothie, and did an at-home workout. A translation, started drinking margaritas at 10 a.m. and fell down the stairs. <laughs> that's very good. But, you know, it is funny that uh, I think it was Camille mentioned that when she went on Facebook, it was all pretty much about drinking and uh, getting sick and dying. And there was obviously a lot of people home drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, if I, if, I, if I wasn't coming here each day, I'm sure I would start drinking earlier. I, and it's just because you're home. You're home. So now I would probably go walk around the block. I would probably go outside more like right. I would do. But yeah, I probably would. I'd be snacking all day. And the yeah. Costco order that I received would have more snacks in it. They try yeah. to like stay away from it. Yeah, I don't even, we don't, you know, I, if, if we're going to have, if I'm going to cook something, I'll bring in like, uh, like maybe a dessert, but I try not to keep at, like snacky food at home. Right. Because it'll be, yeah, it'll be continuous. Well, we, we try to pick different snacks, like the, the we try, as good as, as you can get. Right. Uh, like one of the, one of the new ones we like, the, I think they're called wisps. They're basically the. Oh, the, the Parmesan wisps. Parmesan. All they it is is delicious. Parmesan cheese. We can and make I, them ourselves, really. I uh, right, exactly. Baked, it's all and just baked cheese, and they puff it up. And uh, I yes. like to uh, crunch those up and put them on the salad yes. too. Parmesan wisps are delicious. They are, and and for the you can eat like twenty five of them for hundred calories. Yeah. I think is yeah. like the yeah. As long as you don't, uh, have it's just a, salt. Yeah, it's a yeah, sodium. As long as well, I was going to say, as long as you have a sensitivity to cheese or any salt issues, then you're okay. I'm only allergic to bullshit at this, at this point. Sorry I said that. <laughs> uh, you know, so Janine McHale tells us the more color, the more antioxidants, and the more See? vitamins. See? I like this, though. And I'm going to say, hashtag, eat the rainbow. Eat the rainbow. <laughs> That's actually pretty much, I think, what my nutritionist said. That's good to know. Yes. It's definitely, definitely healthy for you. Some of the things are... So if you have a sensitivity to some, uh, like Ray has a little bit of a sensitivity to what they're called nightshades. So that's basically peppers, um, eggplant, which are one of the main things that at the beginning I was putting in a salad to help Color. get different colors. So, uh, so yeah, so we had to be a little bit more inventive. Why are they called nightshades? It has, it, it, you know, I did research on that and it has something to do with going back in time of of how it was grown or what they thought about the vegetable i don't know it's a, it's a complicated you're gonna look it up so i'm sure you're gonna see what it is all right i'll look it up it's uh it's it's uh anyway really fruit loops in the salad no yeah. that's not no yeah, that's, that's gross not, yeah that's gross that is nasty I'm not even a fruit. Loops they would fan. get they would get soggy too. Yeah. Lucky Charms, maybe not in the salad. <laughs> Lucky Charms. Now you're talking cereal. Wisps. So I, I mentioned it. So food ordering. Just so you know, I don't want to give this away, man, because it, it, you, you're going to get jammed up now because I no. I today I was able to place not only a Shoprite order, I was also able to place a Costco order. Really? Costco? Yeah. So it looks like uh, for when? Costco, my Costco order came today. It already delivered. I ordered it this morning. It really? gave me a five-hour window, an option to drop it at the door well, I'm gonna have to or check not. That out. 
Yeah, so it's been they I don't know if they have more drivers. They have more the only the only issue they do have uh they were a lot of substitution things popping up. So they don't have everything. So so what do you, you do? Can get as do you do uh the two day, do you do the grocery or well, there's the business? Three different things. Yeah. So Costco yes. kind of splits up. I same day delivery is all the is pr produce, produce. At, at meats and produce and grocery. If two day are gonna be your paper products right. and stuff. Right. You can get some of those paper products on the same day delivery. Okay, so you did the same this was day grocery. Was grocery. Okay. And the paper products are hard to come by. So yeah. you can yeah. get if they have paper towels, you get one. They're all kind of doing the same thing. And then ShopRite had times that opened up. So I took the time, made an up, made a, a, made a card, order, right. and then we'll just we'll keep adding to it knowing that. You know, it's that. funny. I, I think people are we're so much more resourceful now. I think, you know, I feel like uh, we've learned to hunt almost. Like, you know, you, you would normally, okay, so normally I go to ShopRite once a week and I do my right. shopping or – uh, I used to order on Amazon, Whole Foods all the time. Well, you know what? That's impossible to get a delivery. So now I'm like hunting for where can I get produce and where can I get meat? And uh, yeah, so you know what? But there are things available. I mean, luckily we had misfits. I order uh, my produce from um, a produce, uh, I don't want to say the name of it, but uh, a produce place. Um, that delivers and the produce is beautiful. It's not organic, but it's produce. Right. And um, uh, and yeah, so you know that's that's how you manage it. And you know, I'm using uh, use Montalbano's when I can for me. I'm gonna place an order with Hook and Rail, and uh, you know, you just become resourceful. Well, because we're also home more utilize we're, we're in need of it more than we normally would be oh, oh there's a lot more food flying in my kitchen right even like normally. our shop right orders we do one every whatever how many weeks but yeah, we get a lot in those it. orders and yeah. we do and it's more about the heavy it's, it's the cans the heavy stuff produce right. and stuff we typically will go to the store and buy right and meats will do the same thing well, yeah and now that girardi's is open near me uh i'm happy i pop in there it's out it's really outdoors mostly so you know, I don't. I don't feel like doing a sprint when I go into the store. Like I'm like flying around the store, just grabbing what I want, running out. But yeah, it, it's that that has helped also. So Girardi's being open is a big thing. Yeah, especially if you're on the, on, on the on the North Shore. North it's shore. a godsend. Oh, here we go. Uh, foods that considered a nightshade contain. Who's who's answering? This Ooh. is John Walters. Oh, he looked it up. Alkaloids, which can be alkaloids, alkaloids, is that right? Yeah. Which can be inflammatory. Interesting. Yeah. That's not how they came up with the name, but yes. Yeah, Some people have a sensitivity to the uh, nightshade. Huh. Look at that. Which it, which it took it took a while to pin it down, what was actually happening, and why he was having that sensitivity, because salad and eating a big diet of salad in general is irritating to a lot of people's system anyway, because most people are not used to eating nine cups plus of salad a day or vegetables a day. So, you know, some of, you know, it does help things move a little more quickly through your system. So, you know, we weren't sure if it was just the high volume of vegetables he was eating or for some specific. So we just did a little elimination thing and we got rid of them and one thing at a time. One thing at a time. What are you going to do? You, you really do. You do. You, sometimes you really do. Never know. Uh, but hey, well, 
we talked a lot about food today. And so we did. We even went into uh, uh, we went into it. We went into food. I think we went deep. We went deep. I had a, you know, I, I don't want to settle the arguments, but uh, I wanted uh, to ask the ladies their opinions on. I think that those are important. That will be an argument that's never settled. There'll always be gravy, and there'll always be sauce. I just love hearing people's perspectives <laughs> and why and why and, and why and they say it. You, you a lot of times it's and it's no all food, right? And I say that, that like yeah. I'm somebody make everybody says they make the best meatball. It's also what you know, right? Correct. And so I'm not knocking your meatball. It's it's what you yeah, know, it's, I, and it's what you either maybe it was passed down in your family, yeah. and you know it's tradition or it's what the particular tastes that your yeah. family likes. So yeah, it definitely. Uh, but oh, it is an interesting question. The Sunday sauce in my house has changed over the years, though. Oh, so how has it changed? How it's still say? good. It's always good. Okay. But- um, you know, I think that times. When mom makes a sauce, she might forget something or, you know, just. She's just changing it up. She's not forgetting. No, 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 no. no She's no. changing Sometimes, it up. So. The only thing that does change, like, the over time, like, we use less onions because the agitive and, you know, there are things like oh, yeah. that stuff. Right. Um, but I, it, and it's funny, Anthony makes a sauce. My brother, we all make a sauce and it's all, it's all different. Right. It's right. all different. Well, look, because everybody's got their own little spin on it. Yeah. And there's a lot of tradition because the basic, right. And then. Uh, Tommy learned really in the firehouse. He he cooks more uh, now after right. being in the firehouse and then cooking, right. and then so he does it. Not anymore. Uh, it, just doing more then, and so it's it, different. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's different. It's not bad or good. It's just different. Well, tomorrow's Friday. It is Friday. Episode forty-one. And uh, tom- tomorrow, now, who, who, we have a, a special guest. Uh, who's our guest tomorrow? Doctor Dean Hinnitz. He is a sports psychologist, and um, he is a awesome, awesome speaker. He's he just knows so much about the mental game. I mean, I know him from the bowling side. I, I'm assuming maybe he speaks on other sports, which are all basically, you know, basically the same and getting yourself in a a good place to be able to um, perform at your top uh, top game. And uh, he's he's really, he's uh, fascinating. So if it's something that you like, something that you're interested in, you're looking to really improve your game, uh, then I think you got to tune in tomorrow. He's, uh, there were very few people that, I, I mean, I seen a lot of people speak and but i totally totally bought into what he was selling he's good he's good he's really he's not really selling anything he's helping you out he he put no you know what i mean i was drinking the kool-aid in other words he is um he makes it easy too when you when he's presenting as well yeah because it's understandable it's relatable and uh you know just even the 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 examples that he uses and the way uh the the skills that he uses to get his message across is really, he's top notch. So tomorrow, and, uh, Melissa Dr. better be Dean. here tomorrow. Melissa better be watching. She's a fan. I want her to watch live. Uh, your niece is saying hello from Massachusetts. Can I see that? Is she? Oh, hi, Andrea. Oh, I miss you, baby girl. I haven't seen her in forever. It's been a long time. Uh, I, we were talking about last week, the beginning of all this. Um, the girls from Stack Bar were around and they were playing hide and seek. 
In yeah, the that downtime. was a few weeks ago. Yeah, a few weeks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a few weeks ago. However, uh, when Andrea would come up in the in the summertime and visit, yes, uh, Sundays were historically very very quiet. Quiet this, in the summer. We're going back twenty years. But we would get about, and uh, there was nobody here. But that was one of the things we used to do on Sundays in the bowling center because nobody was here yeah. and play hide and go seek. Some some funny memories uh, as kids hanging around the the, the bowling alley. Um, <laughs> Rocky is Rocky Salomo going to be watching tomorrow? I don't know, but we probably should make him watch. He could probably use Does a little. Does he need Dr. some help Dean. with his mental game? He might need a little Doctor Dean. I don't think it's about his mental game. <laughs> oh, it's just about. Oh, okay, I understand. What Our good saying. friend Rocky. Oh, Kevin, call him up and let him know. Let him know. Um, we are here until further notice, two p.m. every UFN. single day. Uh, hashtag UFN. Uh, hopefully, we're open sooner than later. We don't know. We'd love to know. Uh, but we know that May 15th, we were extended to, so we are at least we're here coming to you then. live until May 15th. Uh, we'd love to continue doing this every day forever, but, I mean, we really don't because we don't have a bowling I'm center. I'm waiting business to here. dig into that. Um, you, I already started digging. It's delicious. I know. It took two bites. And like, you, this is you did a the lot. Most of unhealthy thing I've eaten in 40 days. I yeah. This in one plate. In one plate. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about the wine. Uh, so... Keep keep tuning in, and we really appreciate you guys tuning we do. in. We do. Saturday is Pro Bowler Hall of Famer Saturday on Live from Rabs. Right here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be – the plan is that we're going outside. Yeah, We're taking the studio outside for the day. We're going to go outside and enjoy the beautiful day. Uh, people around the country are going to be having a cookout on their front lawns with their neighbors, <laughs> social distancing. And so we're going to take out party out in the lot. With the one and only Barnes family, Linda and Chris Barnes, Joe Cal yes. comes back to the studio. Oh, I can't wait. We have we'll get more useless information from from Joe, <laughs> which well, it's it's information that he thinks is useless, but it's really not. It's so really useless. Not. We have lots of useless information too. Well, forty five percent of our show, at least. Yeah, but that's but you know what? They're tuning in and watching. If they didn't, if they didn't want use information, they wouldn't watch. You're right. Premier Produce <laughs> is the place where I buy, I get the produce Premier, delivered. They get it from. delivered. Premier Produce, they deliver on Staten Island, and they it is really delicious. Premier Produce, good. Check yes, it yeah. out. Yeah. So we got a great week ahead, weekend. Yeah. And then we're back on Sunday. We're going to continue doing it. Uh, you know. Uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, we lost a member of our bowling family yes, we this did. past week, uh, Bill Horner, a uh, longtime bowler, good friend of my my dad and my uncles. Uh, yeah. Grew up around him in the bowling center. He worked in the bowling center. He was in my father's pro shop. Uh, great guy, great bowler on the lanes. Yeah, very competitive. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Even at seventy bowling yeah. and then coming back to bowl with the senior men. Yeah, uh, competitive. He was a competitive and getting and a good guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're thinking of the, the Horner family. And we also lost um, uh, Tony Pissarro, uh, Anthony's dad, and uh, uh, Tony's dad, and, and um, Frank's dad. Frank's dad. <laughs> and uh, sorry, I, I'm not good at this and I, I stumble, but um, our prayers are with the uh, Pissarro family and our love, obviously. And um, he's going to be missed too. He's going to be missed. Well, this has been a tough, it's been tough. It's been a, uh, yeah, but listen, we're here and we're trying to keep everybody going. And, um, we got great know, memories of some great people and that's, that's what we, we have to hold on do. to. Uh, we so we're going to keep on keeping on as long as you keep on keeping on. Uh, 
Don't forget, Rab's got talent. You got your talent. Show them off. You've got the May 15th to send us your video to win the prize. And uh, we're looking forward to showcasing. Many talents are talent. invited. It doesn't have to be singing or it could be dancing, gymnastics. You know, I was trying to flip through America's Got Talent to see what kind of talent they actually have. And uh, it could be anything. Oh, my gosh. It could be. It anything. Could be. Yes. Anything goes. Yeah. I mean, check a look at TikTok. We're not getting to that. We're, we're not going to have a TikTok conversation. <laughs> we'll wait till tomorrow. But, well, I mean, there's talent out there. I know it's out there. So, come on. That was another another episode of Live from Rabs. Weekly check-in with Pam. Food Thursdays. Food Thursdays. And you know what You know what we did today? What did we do today? We kept it real. We did keep it real today. <laughs> uh, we kept it real with Pam, Camille, Teresa. Thanks for, for, Thank you. for joining Thank us you, today. Thank you, uh, if you haven't checked out Camille's Facebook group page, check it out, Quarantine Cuisines. There are some really good recipes yep. in there. Yep. So go check it out. Uh, I like that idea. Tell me what you have in your tell me what you have in your fridge and I'll tell you what to make. Yeah. Oh, I could definitely use that. <laughs> well, we said it before. I we go, we do this. Yeah. I play it. What are we gonna make with this tonight? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So we're keeping it real. Formal Friday. Thank you, John Wilder. Oh, and tomorrow is, is Formal Friday. It is Formal Friday, and I already have my outfit picked out. It's easier for me. It's easier for you. you I know gown? what you're going to wear. You have like a big old sequin gown you can come in with? <laughs> I really should. That would I'd be love funny. to see you in a nice big old ball uh, gown. Maybe I'll pull out some. No, I won't be doing that. I'm just going to dress more formally. Although, I, you know, I, I dress... Semi. We might have to ask Amanda to pop in tomorrow. That was something Amanda Shaneri yeah. part started. Yeah, we'll ask her to pop uh, in. And, uh, do, tell, let us know how we did. She's going to have to grade us yeah. on let a us formal Friday. Did. <laughs> I don't have a tiara, so I won't be wearing that. But. So formal Friday with Dr. <laughs> Dean tomorrow. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you then. Yes. That was awesome. Just as awesome as this group. <laughs> Just as awesome as that crumb cake. You're right. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.